I'm a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian girl. My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me, and let's talk. Hello and welcome to another brand new episode of Memoir of a Nigerian Girl. My name is Helen. On today's episode, we are still on the NSAS, NSWAT and the Reform Police episode. But today is a special one as the title, Audibility of the Silent Speech. <sighs> the past few weeks has been very, very traumatic for everyone and it is absolutely understandable. We watched our peers slaughtered at the Lekki Tollgate on the 20th of October 2020 and no one is taking any sort of, a, no one is accountable for this death, for this pain, for this injury, for the massacre. No one is saying anything. All the government says is no one is dead. Um, the videos were Photoshop. I don't know how you can, how it is, is it even possible to Photoshop a live video that is seen by thousands, millions of people all over the world. I really do have many questions. I really do have my... <sighs> it is absolutely ridiculous. Like myself, now I'm outside Lagos, I'm stuck, I have... I don't know what would have actually become of me. I got here on Monday and I told myself, oh, why, why is these guys, why do they have cutlasses? What's the need? Oh, Lagos is better. Lagos is peaceful. There's no need for this. It's just a peaceful protest. We shouldn't be doing this. And in less than a day, 24 hours, people were killed like like cows. You can't even you don't even kill cows like that. Like chickens. I, I, I even believe that people will, you only kill chicken on Christmas Day or something like that. So. Today I have uh, Mr. Soji Akiria Day, and I will be putting a call, um, a, a call through to him now because me, I don't even understand what you're doing in this Nigeria and this old democracy. I really think it's a lie right now because what we are experiencing right now is definitely not democracy that we were, we were told about. So, Mr. Akiria Day, good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. Ah, we have questions, and yes. I decided to call you so we can really talk about this audibility of the silent speech. Yeah. Now, let's start from afresh, yeah? Yes. Why did the, the older generation sell Buhari to Nigerians, knowing when, what happened during the military regime? Well, I, I, I'm not... I'm not sure whether uh, we can accuse the older generation of selling Buhari to the nation. Right. Buhari came through a party, a political party, which is the APC. And like APC, because when you look at all the parties in, in Nigeria, they're all parties made up of people from the older generation. Okay. Whether it's APC, whether it's PDP or any other party, you'll find so many of them. It's only in the last election do you have the sprinkling of new parties, uh, which uh, you can say have a little more of uh, the younger ones. But 
as for APC, it came as a package. Buhari was just one of the, something in the package. Hmm. They sold themselves to the public. Yeah, they, they sold themselves to the public, yeah? But yes. maybe I wasn't, I don't think I was born in 1985. Yeah, I was not born in 1985. Yes, I, I, would, I, would, take, I, I would take my own, um, because as always, everybody has the right to research, yeah? Many people didn't research, hence the, the, the reason we are here today. Well, I, I don't know what, whether it's because many people didn't research. Because uh, if you look at the campaign, mm. there was a lot of play on Buhari's past from the opposition. Or at that time, when, uh, in, in 2015, when he wasn't in power yet, there was a lot of play uh, on, his, on his past by the PDP. And he went across the country answering every question at the time. And he told Nigerians that He's a reformed man. He, he knows that in democracy things are different. He cannot be autocratic mm. as he was when he was a military leader. And he sold those things to Nigeria and many people bought into it. And that's why they voted for him. Yeah. We can't say that people shouldn't vote for anybody. You, may, you have to be convinced about something or somebody to vote for him. They were and they voted because they weren't so much satisfied with what we had at the time. There is a saying that... Now they a saying says, that they made a mistake. It say, <laughs> they made a mistake. It's, saying, it's a saying that goes like, um, once a soldier is always a soldier. If a soldier said, okay, now I'm a reformed man, I'm a new man. Yeah. I, I think people like Walesho Inka, for example, should have, should have checkmates younger people but instead i'm still saying that i feel like the older generation sold this man to us well yeah as, as you know in this kind of in a political discussion everybody has his views mm. and you're entitled to that to, to your view on that but i'm saying that the party sold him to the public right it's not a question of older generation the party sold him to the public it was the face of apc because he represented what APC wanted to do in the country different from what PDP was doing. And that is how he came to power. People bought into uh, the argument, the APC uh, profit at the time, and decided, yes, we need a change, because the mantra then was change. Right. Things weren't that good under PDP. So corruption and everything was there. They were all there. So somebody wanted to do a change. Hmm. And that's what people bought into. Uh, whether they are satisfied with what is done now is a totally different matter. Right. But at that time, they sold him to us and we all bought into it. But, I voted for him myself. And what do you feel about the government, his government? Well, I mean, on, on, a, number of, uh, on a, a number of things, I, I, I'm totally perplexed by the way the government has behaved. Whereas on, on some other things, it, well, yeah, I would say that he hasn't done as, as badly as uh, people make out on, on some issues. But so, generally, if I'm supposed to give uh, his uh, government a pass mark or something, I probably won't give him more than a D in the way I, the way I feel about him. I feel disappointed that he was supposed to do a lot more and he hasn't delivered. I feel disappointed about that. Um, going by what, what has happened in the past weeks, 
do you think that the youth coming together to talk to fight injustice do you think this is a revolution well it's i don't i won't call it a revolution but it's a movement that in the right direction you know a revolution is quite more than uh, what has happened in two weeks mm. you know but it's, it's it's a movement in the right direction but as i've always said if, if you want to start something, if, if the youth truly want to start the revolution in Nigeria, it will have to go beyond just demonstrating for two weeks. They have to really sit down and map out how do we advance, advance our views? How do we advance what we want this country to do? They have to come up with something that will make them get power in Nigeria or at least be in power to be able to influence it. They have to think very hard. It, it, it's not it's not something uh, that is easy. It's a long road, but they must be ready to fight, fight for what they want, and be able to uh, try and shape hmm. the way they want the country to be. From what um, the yeah, from what the president said um, yesterday, we I kind of deduce a very subtle truth. So if you say that the youth should should come together and everything. We still have to protest. But right now, it doesn't look like we have the right, we have the fundamental right to protest in this government. No, you have the fundamental right. The president, even in that speech, acknowledged the right of people to protest. Yes, there are, there are veiled threats. I mean, that was a veiled threat in what he was saying. But the, part, the fact that it was, it was up now was that no country will allow uh, uh, its people, I mean, everything to descend into anarchy. And it won't allow that. That's what he was saying. But that doesn't stop. That doesn't stop the youth from, if they still feel they are not satisfied and they still want to demonstrate or they still want to, it doesn't stop them from protesting. It does not stop them from protesting. What, 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 what I'm saying is that it's got to go beyond that. As, as the government said, he said it's heard them loud and clear. If it's heard them loud and clear, what is the next step for the youth? Do they still need to protest to make sure that when he says he's heard them loud and clear, they make him you know, deliver on those things that he said is heard loud and clear? Is that the next line? I or is the next slide to say we'll come together and form ourselves into a political group, a pressure group or something. They have to think about how to advance this. I believe when the president said, we've heard them loud and clear. Yes, we, we hear that every time, but not, not showing any remorse or talking about these people that were killed, that were slaughtered by the military. I would say, because all we saw was soldiers shooting at protesters, peaceful people. I don't think he's heard them loud. He's heard us loud and clear if he's not mentioning the death. Well, there are different ways of looking at this. Is heard you loud and clear refers to your demands, the demands of the youth. Is heard those demands loud and clear. And certain things have been set up Certain governments and states are setting things up. Uh, even in Lagos, the, co the governor was saying yesterday that he believes that by the end of this week, I mean, in, in this weekend, he may be able to set up his own co commission 
judicial commission mm. to look into what happened by Monday so that you can start by Monday. But the 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 the, the point is so that's 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 the same with you loud and clear. The other part about uh, the omission of what happened at Lekki yeah. is 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 a very big shame because it it will have given the president that opportunity to really address the youths of Nigeria. We say they are about 60% of the population to really address them and say to them that my sons and daughters, I have heard you. I am terribly sorry about what happened at Lekki. It is not weakness for a leader to apologize. It is not weakness. But why do you know, why, why do people keep saying my sons and daughters? Like, no, we are all citizens of this country. And well, we are all citizens of the country. Same as sons and daughters. That's just that's just to say that he acknowledges that these are people who are just as young as my as my own sons, as young as my own daughter. It doesn't mean it doesn't is that's that's not as passion. Mm-hmm. It's not an aspiration. It's to say that they say a president, any president, they say is the father of the nation. Mm. That's what they say. The president is father of the nation, and if he's addressing youths, that's that's what we are talking about. And you will tell them that, look, I know what happened. I'm I'm shocked at what happened at Lekki, and I'm going to make sure that we investigate it. And those who perpetrated that heinous act. Well, brought to justice, right. brought to book. But he had that opportunity, but he missed it. He missed the opportunity. So with he all these the opportunities that he missed, all these opportunities that he missed, instead he hailed the police for doing doing their jobs and rest in peace to the dead policemen. Yes, everybody should say that, but it's still like you're giving them the wings to fly, the wings to do whatever. And no one is stepping down. Absolutely, no one is resigning. I really think it's a shame because I know that in other countries, you know, we say we are a democratic country. In other country, if or in other countries rather, if all if things like this is happen, someone would resign. Someone would say um, this. Someone would be dismissed. But why is that not a case in Nigeria? Well, if, if 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 you've looked at the history of Nigeria, I don't think it's in uh, DNA to resign. I really don't think so. I, 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 can't, I can't really remember the last time somebody resigned over certain things in government, over certain blunders, uh, except the resignation, the resignation comes from the uh, government itself changing. Uh, reshuffling his cabinet and dropping some people and bringing in people, new people. That's the only way I see those things that have happened, you know. But in Nigeria, it, it really, it really isn't something that uh, our uh, our elite have imbibed. Hmm. It's not something that readily comes to them, and, and it's not only in government. Even in private life in Nigeria, nobody resigns. Even when, when when guys have stolen money, stolen people's money, they still hang on to power in the in the private sector, in the public sector until until you know they they're probably forced out. So it, it really isn't. I, I don't think we have that in our DNA, at least as far as I can see. So the propaganda as, as I can see, I can see it. Propaganda by the government to cover up and not and not taking accountability, like 
the military came up and said the video was photoshopped. The governor said no one died. And then the next minute they said they are going to give these people certain amounts of this and that. All these things are really... <laughs> they are eating each other, you well, know? It's like well, they are, well, you're saying something and the yeah. next minute you forgot what you said and you're coming back with another claim. Well, you see... You see, you, you, first, you have to uh, know that this, there are different centers of power. The federal government is speaking, the legal state government is speaking. So, and the police is speaking, or other people are speaking, the, the, the military is speaking. Those are different centers of, 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 of power in Nigeria. And, and the, 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 the problem with that is that when Lagos governor said nobody died, mm. he didn't say nobody died in Lagos. He was specific about Lekki. That he's gone around, he's seen people are injured, mm. he hasn't seen any dead body. And I remember that Amnesty International itself that uh, put out this thing uh, internationally was at pains to explain to people when he was, when she, the lady was asked, did you, where are the dead bodies on Arise TV? Where are the dead bodies? It, it was, it was, it was difficult for, for him to explain the whole thing. But we saw, but we saw the live they, video. They decided to look. Well, live video you saw. Live, we saw live video. But the live video didn't show us dead bodies in Lekki. There are mm. many live videos, you know. It didn't show us dead no, no. bodies in Lekki. I, I, I specifically. But we saw videos. I specifically, I was locked in. No, no, no. I was locked. In, I was actually. What I actually watched that live video and I saw people giving up. I saw this lady trying to remove bullets from people's legs and everything. And I tell you, you can't fire guns like that and you, you expect it doesn't eat someone and that someone doesn't die. Well, guns can eat people and they don't die. Oh. It can eat them not in, in, in a situation where they will die. But it, you see, it's even immaterial now. What we need to do, as, as the governor was, what we need to do, really go into what happened at Lekki. We are all just, everything we are all saying is, is, is left to conjectures. Conjecture. Everything all of us are saying. Everything all of us have begun to say about this. There are contradictory things about what happened in Lekki. And we need that kind of inquiry, a judicial inquiry, as, as, as governor wants to set up, to really go into the in, into this issue and make sure we find out what happened. So they, ask, they actually asked the governor, they, they actually has the governor himself that who ordered the soldiers and he said they are forces beyond my control. Yes, it did because we all know that. So who, who was the, the governor of Lagos? The governor of Lagos cannot order, he cannot give orders to the soldiers. So if he, he said, even I, the police, obviously he, has no he cannot give, them. he cannot give order to the to, to the military or to the police. But we are asking, who ordered that that massacre? Yeah, who did that? Now he said they they are forces exact, beyond, they are forces exactly. beyond my control. What does that mean? He, he also said, because I was listening to him yesterday, he also said that there are certain things he cannot be divulging on television. And 
because he is he has more than he can reach for information he can ask he has access to information more than any of us because he has briefings from all all sorts of people security agencies and the rest of it and this is part of what has to be pursued at the inquiry because this thing is very is very serious if people died if people died we must know it is important that we know we can't brush it or we can't sweep it under the carpet we cannot do that if people are dead then we must know and we must know them who are these people what are their names where do they come from the rest of it we must have something there you know they, they can't just be unknown unknown people who died no these are people who have sisters brothers or some of them may even have kids we don't know and it is it is it is important for lagos state to make sure that we find out these people that they said died but we don't know whether they died find out the truth of this matter because the truth is right there somewhere the truth is right there somewhere and we must find out that truth it's very important oh so what is the way forward what is the way forward well uh, as as many people have been suggest suggesting the way forward is to you know let tempers pull down first because the president said everybody should as, just as go they, as everybody said, should just this, go about their day like nothing happened right well they can't, it's not possible the, the president may say what he wants to say is the president of Nigeria doesn't want anarchy but the thing is trade nerves must be soothed is is very important uh, so that we bring down the temperature so that we stop burning you know infrastructure destroy infrastructure the people because that burn the infrastructures were not protesters the people born well, in infrastructures it, it, are not protesters see, they are hoodlums well, they are it, thugs. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter whether they are protesters or not it is because the protest was there that gave room to these people who are doing it so we, we are going to blame is this you blaming the is this you is this you blaming the protest for for i'm not blaming the protesters i can't blame the protesters but this is what we've always said when these things happen those who have those who have other ideas those who have other agenda they usually try to hijack it and this is what has happened because the protesters won't go and burn down TVC or burn down uh, the uh, nation. For what? The protesters won't do that. But you will realize that, you know, many people who are jobless, who don't have anything, you know, who have absolutely nothing to lose, just saw the thing as an opportunity. Hmm. And that's why they decided to do all these things. Why burn down buses? The buses that in a few months people will be shouting, "Oh, Lagos! There are no buses in Lagos." All this, and uh, they still blame the government for not providing this. But some people have burnt those buses, and the money that needs to be spent doing something elsewhere, improving something elsewhere, will not be spent to buy new buses. Mm. These are things. These are facts. These are facts. So, so the way forward is for everybody to cool down now, as the young man said, uh, cool down, mommy. 
it's for everyone to cool down now. Let us let us let the youth now decide what is the way for they need to challenge the government over what is promised to do. They can't let government you know off the hook, not yet. Not yet. They can't. But they need, as the government said, challenge them. They need to sit down with government and trash out many things. That means they are a force. They are a very powerful force in the country. And they, sh they should use their numerical strength to force issues. They should use their numerical strength to force issues. 60% of the population is huge. They must, they must come together. They must have arrowheads. They must have leaders. This amorphous thing has to stop now. They have to move forward. Um, I was watching um, CNN a few, few days ago, and this community analyst said Nigeria is not a priority. So, do you think all this, because in truth, aside Arise TV, aside Arise TV, I'm not really saying any other um, station, TV station, giving giving this um movement uh, an audible an audible um coverage yeah so kudos to rice tv but this person said nigeria is not a priority when has that okay few years ago with paris uh, what's it called with um, paris um protest the whole world came together to do this to do that and he said and she asked i think it was amapo and she said, why is this same thing not, why is this same thing not, why is this same thing not happening, yeah, well, I, not I, happening I think, in Nigeria? I, I, I think, I think she's wrong. <laughs> I think she's wrong because this thing was primetime news everywhere. What happened in Nigeria was primetime news everywhere in England, in America, because I also watch news and in France. In, in parts of all, all parts of Europe, prime time news. Even if you watch uh, these uh, uh, Chinese uh, stations, prime time news. What happened in Nigeria? So, I, I mean, I, I, I can't believe that anybody will say that. You know, uh, uh, it didn't matter. It did. She it did. It she she specifically asked, and she compared Nigeria to France, and she said, "Why is why is the same?" thing not happening why is the world leaders not really standing up the way they stood up for france and his response was very very but, clear but he did, said nigeria is they not are. well but they have i'm i'm just they telling you what up. i heard i'm just where but they are, i don't I'm, I'm saying he's wrong because oh she's wrong they have stood up you have the americans talking the secretary of state has, has demanded that something be done about those the American Secretary of State has done that. The British uh, 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 Foreign Minister, uh, Secretary of Foreign Affairs, Rab, uh, has, has said something about that. The Parliament in, 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 in Britain is looking at issues because all these people have signed a petition online. They have gone beyond the threshold hmm. of, I think, 100,000 signatures yeah. to force a debate in the Parliament. Right. They have much, much than that. So all these things are happening. All these things are happening. That's it. 
they are happening. So uh, uh, they are happening because Nigeria is not just a country in Africa. If anything goes wrong in Nigeria and there's anarchy and there is war and everything, all the countries nearby, West mm. African sub-region, will be, will be consumed by the thing. Mm. In Nigeria is more 200 million people. You don't want that place to go up in flames because the repercussion will be very, very, very severe. Okay. Um, I believe I'm still very tense about the whole thing. So, but thank you very, very much for speaking to me today, yeah. Mr. Saji. Yes. So. Well, we, we, we congratulate you guys, you youth. I think you've done something we haven't seen before in Nigeria. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. All right. So it's it's an absolutely um, a tense period for everyone now, and I'm I'm short of words. So much questions. So many things I would really like to ask. Nigeria is a parity, and. We saying that, oh, I think I have a passport, I have this. I get it. We already see the old thing there. It's messed up, you know. Yes, today I'm going to use the F word. Yes, fuck it. It is messed up. Things are messed up right now. But together, as one, in unity, we can't make this country a better place again. We can't make, we can't, we are still going to be, we are still actually, we are still the giants of Africa. We just need to make things work. And how do we make these things work? There is no ethnicity. We are one people, one nation. Man, this um, Timidakolo song, I would, I, 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 uh, I, the lyrics, yeah, say so much, you know. I would never see that song in the same light again ah well i'm sure many people really want me to say so much and see one last thing before i go i'm i'm very very mad about what happened with the food items what the okay what the heck i don't understand the how someone can be so callous i mean you kept food meant for the masses in a warehouse for months, people were dying. People were hungry. But I guess it doesn't matter. But now we are here. We are the youth. We are going to make this country a better, a better nation again. Together, we are going to do this. We don't, I don't have any other place to go. I don't have any other country to go. This is a country that I know. And this is a country that I believe in. And together, we are going to make this country a better place. So that is it on today's episode of Memoir of a Ninja Girl. My name is Helen. Don't forget that we are one. Brothers, sisters, neighbors. The only thing that we should do for one another now is to share love. Be kind, you know. Be kind to each other and we we somehow i'm sure we would figure it out i am very sure we'll figure it out and so all those people that died rest in peace i really pray that your family would have the strength to carry on and be at peace with with the new nigeria that is going to happen very soon 
So that is it on today's episode. I can't wait to get back home and give you guys all the details and everything that happened. So you guys just have to make do with this um, production. Um, that is it. My name is Helen. Follow me on social media on Instagram, helen.love.23. And don't forget to please share, comment, like, subscribe, and whatever. So have a, have a lovely, lovely, have a lovely day. Bye. I am a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian my diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me and let's talk.